Hey guys, it's Kier here. You might know me as Fun Size Nutrition on Instagram. Well, today I'll be interviewing my sister from another mister. Her name is Jessica Uthi and she actually goes by Fitness Fun Sized on Instagram. We haven't actually met in person, but we feel like we're pretty much the same girl. So without any further ado, let's dive into the episode. Sorry if you hear dog in the background. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny because Gus is sitting in my lap right now. <laughs> There's like no way I could go upstairs and get into a pillow fort. <laughs> that is too funny that yeah. your dog's name is Gus when mine is Goose. <laughs> oh my gosh. I swear we were like the sisters person, from right? another mister. Yes. It's so crazy because like when I first found you, I I was like, contemplating switching my Instagram handle name and I wanted to like switch it from my name to my business name and I found Mm -hmm. you and I was like oh like it's already taken damn it and (laughs) I started following you and I was like wow like this girl is like the same as me I like her a lot like really cool but normally so normally I feel like when you find someone who has like a similar name to you like you you're just like oh like that person's trying to copy me kind of thing Uh, but you were never like that which was amazing (laughs) I was like oh yes like she doesn't think that I'm copying her like I no, have this idea not, then I went to go check if all. it was taken and it was like oh okay sweet she's cool. no it's like <laughs> and I, it is funny because that is how it goes like a lot of like I don't know what it is with women and like why we feel like we need to be competing but like all the when, time right when I saw fun size nutrition I was like yep follow that boom <laughs> I was like we besties yeah <laughs> like I just have this puppy mentality that I'm like nope that's my friend. We're short. I love her. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So you're five feet tall as yes. well, right? Like mm-hmm. right on the dot. Yeah. Oh so, my gosh. So am I. I went it's so to funny. the. I went to the doctor. I'm 32. Okay. There is no way in hell that I am. That I have grown, and the doctor <laughs> was like, "You're five one," and I was like, "Can you redo that, please?" I was like, "Is it? <laughs> do I have a little volume in my hair today?" Like. <laughs> I was like, I have literally been five foot <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> that happened to me actually at a competition. Um, it was nationals in Miami and they, they measured me at five one. I'm like, uh, no. Now no. see nationals <laughs> like, that matters, right? Nationals in Miami measured me at four eleven, And I was like, what? And he was like, well, did you travel to get here? And I was like, yeah. And he was like in the car. And I was like, yeah and he was like yeah you just got a little compression going it's okay (laughs) it's like okay well if you know that don't put 411 I'm five foot yeah well I mean luckily for that like it's the category at least for bikini I don't know what the difference is for physique but the um the class is split so if you're five foot and under like that's class a no matter what so I guess that doesn't matter but for bikini it was like if you're five one to five two or like five two and a half I don't even know what the what the um sections are but that would have put me in yeah that would have put me in class b and I was like no no if you're like "Uh, (laughs) that's not me I'm in a thank you yeah yeah no with physique it's pretty much five one and under we all compete and then and then it's it gets broken up from there but um I think it's either five two or five one. I can't even remember since I retired. That's terrible. 
<laughs> How long have you been retired for? Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, about a uh, a year and some change. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like the changes my body went through feels like it's been like five years. Oh my god! Which is insane. Like insanity. Which I was like, I mean, and my last competition, my rebound was just so hard that it was like I didn't get normal until like eight months after my competition, and then I started doing another one. And I was just like, oh, this is going to take forever to get back to normal. And it's like, it's been a year. And now I'm like, gosh, I feel like I've been retired for 20 years. I'm the shack, <laughs> the shack of women's physique. <laughs> Do you want to compete again? No, I really don't. Yeah. Um, and me I, either. I don't. And it's funny because people like, oh, do you have the itch? And I'm like, no, I don't. I don't have that itch. I don't. I don't see people trying to compete now and (laughs) and say oh I gotta get my abs back (laughs) like yeah like I'm the same way like I see people compete and I'm like I cringe I'm like oh you poor thing like I know everything you're feeling and it's awful and it's miserable it's miserable and like now some coaches are wonderful and great definitely yeah some let their competitors just go after a show and that's what I hate to see the most like Mm -hmm. you can't just let them free willy go because they're gonna be out of control with their eating they're not gonna be normal again they're just not so then they they get all weird and the post-show blues and then they have mm-hmm. no one to turn to I will say I've been in that space too where I was like coaching just competitors mm-hmm. and um working with like a big team and I found that a lot of people like they just expected that you know the end of the show was the end of the time with the coach yeah and like we tried we tried to set it up to be like no like you have to stay with us with for at least a month more but then like the show would come and they'd be like well I don't have any money left and make up all these excuses and then end up like ending terms before we could really help them out oh my gosh which is like one of those things like you know like we don't want that to happen because obviously that looks bad for us and that looks bad for that person but like there's just not that amount of knowledge there I guess um for some people that they just like they're like I'm gonna do it my way and there's at that point it's like out of your hands I feel like they I do think that happens a lot oh it does and I think because even I was I was there where I was like well I mean it's after the show and I know how to eat clean Mm -hmm. you know so I know what I'm doing it's almost like you get an attitude with yourself. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. And then you, yeah. you obviously don't though, because it's like you go through this, like you have to relearn how to eat. <laughs> you're like, yeah, you're like, oh, I know how to eat clean, but my body hates me right now. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. clean food does not feel good. Bad food does not feel good. You're like, I, yeah. yeah, you just get stuck in that limbo. And then you're like, yeah, this is, uh, this is not going anywhere. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's crazy because you can have that end of the spectrum and then you can also have another end of the spectrum. Like for me, I did my first competition and then two weeks later I did a second one. So like that in between mm-hmm. week was still, you know, prep. It was still on the grind. I knew I was doing that second show, so I didn't rebound. I didn't have much of like a celebratory meal after that first show. Mm-hmm. Um, but then right after that second one, I had lost so much weight. And I had loved what I looked like and where I was that I was too afraid to eat. 
Like, so I kept that really strict, really clean eating mentality. Like, sure, I had a little bit of a celebration after that second one, Mm -hmm. but for the most part, it was like back to the grind, keep going. And ultimately, I think that's kind of what landed me in the position where I was four years later. (laughs) And I, but I did the same thing. I mean, it could do it. It really could swing either way. It's really hard to get that middle ground of like where it's you're okay. And no matter what, you're going to have to deal with that mentality or just like dealing with the, the mental piece of it, of gaining weight. And that's always really, really hard. It's yes, it's the hardest. And it's, it's funny because people are always like, Oh, bodybuilding. Um, you know, if they don't know it, they say, Oh, it's such a physical sport. You know, you're just lifting weights. You're just lifting heavy things and putting them down. And then if you actually talk to competitors and coaches, it's like, it is mental. But my coach was just like, I don't even care what you do in the gym. He was like, but mentally, you got to get right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, mm, okay, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. I, so I feel like this conversation is way too good to just like stop and be I like, know. all right, let's start. So like, let's just keep going and rolling with it. Perfect. Um, I kind of want to backtrack and talk a little bit about like your upbringing. So like where or yeah, where are you from? And, um, did you play any sports growing up? Oh my gosh. So <laughs> I am from, I claim Louisville, Kentucky. Um, <laughs> cause Louisville is like the big city nearby. Um, I'm really from the sticks. So it's funny cause people are like, Hey, where'd you, what do you do to train your traps and your forearms? And I'm like, I used to shovel horse poop for a living. <laughs> as a child not even as a child I shouldn't say that but as a kid I was on a horse farm running around so I'm from Kentucky and I did every sport you could think of but this is what was the funny thing with me is I didn't do well with team sports um Hmm. interesting and I'm such a team play like being now I'm like such a team player and I'm such a like I love coaching but I I did the cheerleading team for like half a season, was super strong, ended up being a base, and I'm five foot, so that was just horrible on my partner, horrible on my back. <laughs> um, and then in the midst of all of my sports that I did for school, I did Taekwondo. So I was a martial artist for about 12 years of my life, and that's such a personal sport I fought in um in we did Olympic Taekwondo and I fought so I just loved that aspect of it being on me like if I messed up it was it was on me you know I had a great coach and it's funny because he was my coach for so long I know that I coach like him so (laughs) even with my bodybuilding clients and my uh, I coach lacrosse here locally, so <laughs> I'm like that with them, too. Every now and then I'm like, oh, my gosh, my mom would just call me Sean right now if she could see me. <laughs> but I always went back to Taekwondo and always went back to fighting. And I think, I mean, I probably did everything. I ran track. I did hurdles. I did cheerleading. I tried to do the swim team, um, <laughs> dance team. You and girl, you did it all. <laughs> you name it. I was just like, you know, but some of me, like, so my mom's 4'11. And when I went to school, like, she was who I looked up to, and she did every sport. 
So mm-hmm. I kind of was just like, yeah, that's like my mom. I'm going to do that too. And that's what I did. I was a, a complete nerdy jock. <laughs> I mean, but when I found Taekwondo, it was like, it just clicked. It was a lifestyle. I loved it. I competed in the Junior Olympics. Wow. Um, I tried to get on the Junior Olympic team. Gosh, when I was like 17. Because that was my last That's- year to compete. That's so awesome. Did you ever feel like your height limited you? It- <laughs> No, that was the funny. Really? And this is what kills me now is uh, (laughs) the only time I've ever felt limited with my height is like when I can't reach something that like, like I go to the grocery store and I'm like, oh, why did you do that? Like, (laughs) it's, it's never been in my, in my head that you're short, you can't do it. Now there's things that Hmm. I've never been interested in probably because of my height. Like I never played basketball and I never played volleyball. Yeah. Me either. Yeah. Like there was just no, (laughs) but yeah, there was no, no like desire. And there was no desire. And like, I know for a fact that I'm clumsy and like you give me a ball and expect me to do hand eye ball foot coordination. And we're going to just, I mean, you better record that and put it into America's Funniest Home Videos because we're going to win. So when people meet me now, which, again, my Instagram handle says fun sized in the name. I don't know if you get this a lot, but people are like, oh, you're shorter than I thought you were. And (laughs) I know. And I'm like, are you? what did you think fun size meant? Like, wait, wait, wait. you know, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. So (laughs) for me, I usually get the opposite, which is like, I always thought you were taller, like, because I guess the modeling photos from the angle of which the shots are taking. Yes. Yeah. I do look taller. Um, so in person I get that a lot. It's like, wow, like you are actually, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, my handle says, exactly. I'm like, what did you think? Like, did you think I just, I was being funny, like that I was really, really tall and just thought fun size was going to be ironic. Like, (laughs) no. Um, I think I just have that attitude as well. Like I've just never had it in my head. Like, Oh my God, I'm short. I can't do anything. I've just been lucky enough to like, I love uh, my family just means the world to me, but my dad's six foot and it just never occurred to me that I was short. Because my mom doesn't act short either. Like, she is a force to be reckoned with. <laughs> like, she, they, her nickname sometimes at work is Chuck Norris. <laughs> and so, like, when you have a mom like that, like, who's never once been like, I'm so short. Like, like you just don't think about it. So, even in all my sports, like, I was always the smallest girl when I fought. And I just adapted. So, like my Taekwondo instructor made sure I was flexible and that I could kick people in the head. And he was like, nobody's ever going to see it. And you're going to just going to like hit people in the face. And I'm like, yep, well, that's what I did. (laughs) So yeah, I don't think it's ever, it's just never thought like, I've just never had that. Like, Oh, woe is me. I'm short. Hmm. See, I think for me growing up, like my mom's five, four, which isn't like the tallest, but she's pretty normal. Mm -hmm height my dad's about five eight so he's shorter and that's where I get my Mm -hmm. height from um my brothers are fairly tall they're about five eight five nine and I'm short (laughs) and I like I was born tiny so I was always Mm -hmm. tiny like 
my mom would call me peanut or sweet oh my, or like something like that. So like, pe- like, oh my gosh, my mom calls me peanut. Uh, yeah. We are the same person. So like, I always kind of had that, like, and I, I grew up just be, always being the shortest in everything I did. So like, I would constantly get that comment on my height, but I never like, so I never was like, oh, I can't do things because I'm mm-hmm. so short, but it was in, I want to say, yeah, it was like eighth grade-ish. I, um, I played softball since I was in elementary school and I was a pitcher and I was a very, very short pitcher. Like pitchers are normally really tall. So in seventh grade, I, I tried out for my softball team and, um, I remember my coach, like it was a week long of tryouts. My coach, um, was like not interested in me at all. Really? And, I thought it was just because of my height, uh-huh. you know, and then on Wednesday was our pitching tryout. So when I showed up with a couple other girls who were definitely much taller than me, he kind of like, I felt almost like he rolled his eyes and was like, oh yeah, like who does this girl think she is? <laughs> I threw three strikes. The other girls could not even hit one fucking strike. Right? So he like, like his view about me like changed instantly from like the next day because tryouts were still Thursday Friday he put me on the mound didn't want to see anything else from me he knew he was gonna take me on the team so I was like wow like I proved you wrong and (laughs) kind of thing awesome and and I was like the star player for my seventh grade yeah right but then next year when I tried out for the eighth grade team there was a different coach and he did the same thing to me where he's like "Mm -mm, no you're not a pitcher center field and I just was like so discouraged from that I tried out for my ninth grade JV team they did the same thing to me and I was like at that point I'm so young I don't have that like awareness of what's Mm -hmm. going on that I just gave up and I was like well screw softball yeah you're like just gonna focus on softball I didn't like this position anyway I wanted to do this yeah so it's like looking back I'm like man I should have just kept going and proved everyone wrong but when you're at that age especially like 13 14 years old all you want to do is people please and right yeah which I am a recovering people pleaser um I think we all are but that's just so funny (laughs) you say that like I feel like now that I'm thinking about it I definitely had coach that believed in me from the get-go that saw something and I didn't even realize that like my height was any anything different. Like he never said one thing about it. Like he just was like, here you go, go killer, go. Um, So it's funny you had that. Like, I feel like either I was completely oblivious to it because I'm, I'm pretty good at that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Or just so confident in yourself that it didn't matter. And it didn't matter to me. And a lot of like, (laughs) a lot of that confidence really, that's just for show. And I, I make funny funny things out of a lot (laughs) because I just feel like I have to uh, overcompensate so maybe I just didn't realize anybody was doing that but for sure that's just um, as a coach I know I don't do that so it just depends you know it just depends on your coach it really does coaches are important it does um you know, they, they help sculpt. Like, when you're at that age, too, that's a tough age. I don't care. Like, everything oh means my so gosh. much. Yes. <laughs> and you're just so, like, now that I coach, 
high school girls I'm like oh my god was I like this in high school like was my hormones just that crazy <laughs> like and you don't know that they're crazy because you are trying to get used to them so you're because it's, it's all you all know you know at you're that just point. one extreme to the other um I just mm-hmm. did a very good job at navigating you know <laughs> like I was like you know what I'm gonna make fun of this because you know I'm gonna make fun of myself and laugh it off um you know rather than rather there yeah cry and hide yeah. it um I mean I think that's a great right? mechanism <laughs> but yeah no that's completely crazy and if he if that coach if those coaches would see you now um like right you I mean it would be yeah like they'd have to crazy. hit themselves in the face like because they didn't give you a shot when they should have um so yeah that's mm-hmm. why I don't I don't ever do that to my girls like even if I like I have one girl right now who's always like my other coaches hate me and I'm like I don't know why yeah I'm like Aww. I don't know why you say that like as a coach I I love all of you all I'm like and some of yeah. you can't catch or throw to save your lives I was like but I know <laughs> that you all are putting in effort like it doesn't matter to me as long as you care you know and then she like looked at me and was like ah like gave me some some attitude and then left and I was like I thought I said something pretty profound but apparently I'm a nerd but (laughs) yeah it's I think it's interesting too because with bodybuilding my coach like I never felt like he did that to Mm -hmm. me with my height in a sense like bodybuilding you want to be shorter because you're just more compact and it's just it's easier to put on muscle like got nowhere to go um I had Mm -hmm. such an old school coach and funny story he there was three of us working at LA fitness as like trainers and my friend she like looked at me one day and she was like I'm gonna go meet with this guy he told me to bring a bikini so I'm gonna go do that and I'm like so you mean you're gonna get killed by a serial killer (laughs) like what are we doing here (laughs) and that's how I actually started bodybuilding was I went with her because I didn't trust what she had told me what was going to happen. I was like, no, no, no. You're not going to some strange guy's gym in a bikini. Like, that's totally crazy. And he took one look at me and he was like, (laughs) he's like, you want me to pinch you until you have fat you are? And I'm like, what? Excuse me? Yeah, I know. I was like, what? How does this work? And then he put me on the diet. He, I love him to death. He, um, I was in his wedding. Like, so he's like pretty much family now. But he, he looked at all three of us and he was like, um, he pretty much told us like what, what he thought we were going to compete in. And my friend definitely was bikini. I was figure and this other girl was figure. And I was like, cool. Four weeks into the diet and I'm not really gaining weight. I'm just starting to shred up. And he like, we were doing, um, the pinch test again. And he was like, I think it's so cool that I have three different girls and three different you know, um, three different categories. And I was like, no, you don't. You have two figure and one bikini. Like I've already bought my shoes. And he looked at me and laughed <laughs> and was like, who told you you were going to do figure? He's like, you're going to get docked points because you're too muscular. And I was like, what? And he did not mean like, <laughs> I know him now, so I know that he means everything with love, but he did not know that in my mm-hmm. head, I was like, I had this, 
this, I was new to it. Like I didn't know anything about bodybuilding. Uh, so in my head, I'm going, oh my God, he doesn't think I'm feminine enough. He doesn't think I'm pretty enough. He doesn't think like he, think, oh, wow. like my, my first initial show, I cried. I bawled because I was like, he thinks I'm too muscular and that I'm too manly and that I can't be in the figure or the, or the bikini category because those are where the pretty girls go. And I was, I was devastated. And one of the other trainers, who's a big bodybuilder, um, he looked at me, he was like, Jess, you're crazy. Like, he didn't mean it like that. He's like, it doesn't mean anything. He was like, you need to look up Dana Lynn Bailey. And I was, I was like, yes, I don't know who she is. And I'm so upset. You know, like, you get this. <laughs> I don't know why I spiraled so fast, but I did. And then when I finally looked her up, she's gorgeous. Like, she... Yeah. Did not look masculine. And like I had my eyes open to like a whole like I was suddenly proud. Like I was like, yeah, you know what? I do have a lot of muscle and it's easy for me to get that muscle. And now I don't have to turn around and show off my butt because I'm just not I can't do it with a straight face for sure. <laughs> you can't tell like and to be honest I don't have that like I mean I'm pretty sassy on stage to see me on stage or you know to know me and see me on stage is like two different people but like like he just knew my coach just knew he was like you're not gonna walk around in heels like I'm not gonna be able to get you to do this like you have you have lats already and you don't even know that you have them so it took me looking up Dana Lynn Bailey like her first time Miss Olympia like that was goals like right there. Yeah. Cause you, I mean, just looking at your physique on your Instagram, you are muscular. Like all the AF, time. Like totally. But you are so feminine and really, oh, really. Oh beautiful. my gosh. Like, thank you. You were like, you don't have that masculine look at all. And so I do kind of see where you got that because there is this like stereotype oh gosh, of the yeah. bodybuilding world is that it's super manly and like you're taking all these it's, steroids oh my and you gosh, have to be like stigma. this not the other mm-hmm. but that's not a yeah it's not always true oh so my gosh that's amazing I was kind of the opposite where like I came into the sport being like I want to do figure like I had my heart set on figure and my coach took one look at me and was like <laughs> no let's put you in bikini and I was like I have no sass. Like I cannot, like I can barely walk in heels. I don't like walking in heels. I'm super tomboyish, like all this shit. And I kid you not, bikini changed who I am as a person. It made (laughs) me super sassy. It made me super girly and confident, which is crazy because you would think like, oh, a bodybuilding sport, you're going to be manly. You're going to be more tomboy. But I, I went the opposite way and I became way more girly. Like now I love getting my makeup done. I love getting my nails done. And I never did that. Oh, that's so crazy. That is so crazy. So Um, crazy. Yeah, no, there's a huge stigma with it. And when I first started my Instagram and had first started to compete, um, like that's when you got all the, the people being like, Oh, that's so manly. And, uh, that's, and and granted, Mm -hmm. like, I, let's see, it's been probably six years, six and a half years since I've like first started competing, which sounds insane to me, to my brain right now. So (laughs) I'm like, wow, what happened (laughs) years they all like blur. I know I got I got that like memory on Facebook today it was like oh, six years ago I was like, yeah oh, you're like oh, God. so like when I started at least six and a half years ago 
that's when people, oh, you're so manly and oh, are you taking role? Like every other picture I would post where you're trying to show off your hard work and what you're doing. It was like, oh, you look like a man. And I fought that for so long. I mean, I don't get it now and mm-hmm. I haven't gotten it in. I mean, people are way, way better um, in regards to women having muscle than they used to be. But mm-hmm. man. Yeah, it came a it long did, way really but fast. But like, I kid you not, I still like, so I'm in Ohio right now and my parents live in Kentucky. If I go to their small town, um, well, not now, uh, but like if I was in in con- like competition shape, I would get and this is what killed me. I would get fit shamed. Like there would be obese women telling me I look like a man. And I was like, are you kidding me right now? Like you look like you might die from a heart attack. Like how are you saying this to me right now? And that was actually probably more hurtful the comments that I got from women then even like if a dude said it you're kind of like well bro you just you're just jealous i can lift more than you at this point but when women right, did it yeah. it was like even more <laughs> hurtful and mm-hmm. that was that was years and I years think... ago though it has changed like a, a, i mean not 100% yeah. but it's come so far in more accepting yeah yeah it has I think that the other way um, also can cause mm-hmm. some serious damage too with like when you reverse out and you start gaining weight and people are what like, happened? Oh, what, what, oh. what happened? Or like, are you not competing anymore? It's like, I have to give my body a break. Like I can't it's just so, do this. You're so round. weird how you get those responses too. It's like the second I, I feel like the second you say, I'm going to be a bodybuilder, I'm going to do this sport, people have an opinion of your body that you didn't even realize. You were like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Like, who are you? Um, and it really, I, you know, I don't regret bodybuilding because of what it taught me about me and about like confidence Same. and standing up for myself and for not really kind of, you know, giving two shits what people think about me because I'm like hey this is my body like who are you to say anything but they do it's like the second you gain weight all of a sudden because social media is so huge like I love social media it has its pros and then it has its cons and still like it's like it is the opposite it's like you gain weight and then people are like whoa what happened to you and I was like first of all you know 10 weeks ago you told me I was too skinny so you told me I was scary looking because I had muscle and now you want to tell me I'm fat. Like you can't do that, (laughs) but people are always going to have an opinion. And I think, uh, I, I handled that. Okay. I didn't really like, again, I think it goes with that. Like I just have this blind confidence sometimes where, (laughs) where I'm like, like, I'm not short. I'm six foot. You all don't even know, you know? And it's like, (laughs) when I had like retired um now bodybuilding changes it a little bit because when I like decided not to compete I did go through that where I was like I'm in this limbo and people are gonna make comments about my weight and you know like I was supposed to do which I wait I said Miami before I did Chicago um and then I was signed up to do Miami and I was supposed to do Miami and my body failed me and that's when I was like I can't do this anymore like, I'm, 
you know, this is just no go. And that's when it was like, oh, people are going to like, people think I should look a certain way. And and then it like kind of crumbled a little bit. Like I had that time where I was like, I was insecure, didn't realize I was being insecure. And I was like, I'm not posting that because now I look fat and everybody's going to comment about how I should look versus how I how I look now, you know, versus, hey, you look pretty healthy, though. So congrats. Like nobody sees that. They only see, oh, my God, you don't have abs anymore. And you're like, well, yeah. Do you? <laughs> like, t- tell me about yours. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, right. I think that was like when you had posted what you were going through. Because um, I had followed you. I mean, I've probably followed you for as long as I've had an Instagram almost. Um, that was when I fully connected. Because I feel like our timeline just really lined up. Because I had been already going through this like weird body image, weird limbo of like, I've gained weight, I'm a trainer, and I should look a certain way. But like now my body's kind of just like taking a crap on me. And you would like, I, I don't remember what the post, but you were just like, you know, this is what I look like now. And then I was like, girl, that, that you look amazing. And nobody should say two cents otherwise what, what you look like. Yeah. And I look at your photos and I'm like, you look amazing. Like who are these people to like comment on what you look like? Right? Like, Oh yeah. It's ridiculous sometimes, but, but we do like as trainers, we hold this, this standard up for ourselves and we're like, we have to look a certain way because otherwise like nobody's going to want right. to hire us. And like, there's, there's pieces of that that are actually true, but you yeah, know, you definitely want to like, know. you want to like, live by what you preach but I think um, yeah and actually I've had clients tell me this um, because I'm more vocal about my body and what it went through and what it's going through that they're like you're more relatable now than when you competed and you had abs and you had those professional pictures taken like you looked like a beast yeah and I know that you're gonna kill me in a workout but like now that you're <laughs> you know softer and you are average like I mean I don't even say average looking but like you look normal yeah you're healthy. normal like that is more relatable and I trust you more than I did when you had professional pictures taken and that you look like a beast and I was like that makes me feel better <laughs> because that is so um it's just it takes the pressure, it takes the off, pressure and, like, off you and as a competitor you always know I can't be stage lean all the time <laughs> but you want to be but you can't and um I'll never mm-hmm. forget though um so I went through gosh let's see last probably not this past Miami but the one before that was the one I was supposed to do I, I get them all mixed up because I feel like it was literally right around the corner that this happened but so my body tanked my thyroid was really messed up Um, My mom has hypothyroidism, my grandma, my aunt. It was pretty much just a matter of time. And bodybuilding didn't help it. (laughs) That yo-yo, like, you're not really yo-yo dieting, but you are. It's extreme. It's extreme. Like, yeah, definitely So my body was just like, no, no more. Like, you cannot keep going like you're going 100 miles per hour and expect me to keep up when you're not fueling me the right way, when you're not treating me the right way. And so, um, yeah, my thyroid definitely took a shit. (laughs) 
So what happened? Like what were so, some of your symptoms? And, and you know, this being a competitor, you get so lean that you're cold all the time. But like, even prior to that, my mm-hmm. fingers and my toes and my nose, like it could be the dead of summer, everybody's sweating. And I'm like, I'm cold. <laughs> you know, I'm like, Oh, that's kind of yep. weird. I'm cold. <laughs> I would have mood swings. Um, I definitely had a slow metabolism which, you know, at the time you're just like, I'm not eating right. Um, when really you're, you just don't have those hormones that are keeping up. Um, I had just no libido. I had no energy, like was a walking zombie and you could give me all the carbs and I still would feel like crap. Um, so after my last show, I had gained gosh, 20 pounds in like six weeks. Which for a five foot female, it's a it's a lot. It's a and lot. You it's... see it, you feel it. Mm-hmm. Your joints hurt. <laughs> You're just like, oh my god! Like I don't know what to do. And I went and got blood work done, and they were like, oh, your thyroid is 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 like non-existent. Yeah. So wow. And again, it wasn't all bodybuilding that did that, but the bodybuilding didn't help. Um, and then I went just recently. So in November I was still gaining weight, um, had really been trying to get my thyroid straightened out and did not, I will, I will admit this. I did not keep up with my doctor's visits about my thyroid, which number one rule, always (laughs) keep up with those and don't think you can do it by yourself. I was like, I can do this by myself. Thanks doc. Whatever. I got this. Well, what were you do? Were you I eating, was eating throughout that time? I wouldn't even say I was eating mindfully because I was not eating mindfully. I would eat um, healthy for the most part, but I was still having competitor kind of binges where I was like, mm. I can eat this because I work out like this. Like I wasn't mindfully eating. And so, of course, I'm going to gain weight because I'm not like really paying attention. And... I went to the gynecologist and she was the one that was like, Hey, I'm going to do a bunch of blood work because like this weight gain really kind of is not good. And I was like, all right, whatever, like do your thing. Um, I wasn't ovulating and like, I have a normal period, but like nothing was, nothing was really doing what it should be doing. And no, Wait, so I did never you lose lost your period, period, which was the weird. But I but stopped, stopped ovulating. ovulating. So how do I'm you not, know that you stopped I'm ovulating? Not the doctor, I don't exactly know. She was the one that was like, "Listen, your charts based on my oh, hormone based on levels hormone and levels. based okay. on like." So I would have like a twenty-one day cycle, and then it would I wouldn't get another cycle for like thirty-four days, like so. It was just so, so like inconsistent across the board. And at the time, I'm like, what? That's weird. And so she ran all these tests. And then she was like, listen, like, I don't know what happened, but you're over suppressing your thyroid. Like, you're, you're doing too much. You're taking too many supplements. You're taking too much thyroid medicine. She was like, you are all out of whack. She was like, you need to stop everything. And I was like, uh. I was like, all right, well, cool. Um, now, I will say I don't go to her anymore because she did not look at me. <laughs> 
and she told me she looked at my chart and said I was obese which is oh. like so common for short girls because there's this little right window and, that we have to sit and into. you know like you know that you do like my head my brain was like don't listen to her that's a BMI like you're five foot and you have muscle like don't listen to her but like she had just told me that I wasn't right that I wasn't ovulating that like fertility was in question like everything like she just basically told me my body was not functioning so I took that hit and then took the hit of oh and you're obese yeah because you had just gained so much weight where like you are were so uncomfortable in your body probably right just because it was so rapid and you do you feel like a stranger in your own body yeah and that kind of just all culminated Mm -hmm. in that one like meeting like I was sitting there on that uncomfortable bed in the stirrups like just being like ouch doc like take me to dinner next time that you're gonna tell me all that stuff like like wow you know um which I did change doctors and I found out like a whole bunch of other stuff but I have PCOS so I didn't even know I had that which is also Mm. another genetic thing that like I think as women we're not talking about like these Like, it's very common to have PCOS. And even for me, I went to school for all this stuff. And I was like, I didn't even discuss this. Like, this was never in my course studies. So what I also found with PCOS is kind of like this blanket diagnosis where, like, we don't really know what's wrong with you, but we're just going to label it as this. And, like, some people are diagnosed with PCOS who actually don't really have it. They just have, like, a whole bunch of other It's really funny that you just said that. Different things. So this lady told me I had PCOS. I'm like, all right, deep dive into it because I'm, I'm like that. I'm, I'm in this fitness industry. I do this all the time. Like, I'm, I gotta know. And I'm like, all right, well, this is what I'm gonna mm-hmm. start changing. So I'm eating mindfully. I went plant based, which I was plant based before I started bodybuilding. And so I just went back to the basics. And I like, I waited three months. Got in with a new primary care. And they all do like women's health issues. So she's like running on my labs and she's like, wow, everything looks great. And she was like, now, I mean, I really hate to tell you this, but I'm kind of glad I get to tell you this, that you don't have PCOS. And I was like, are you kidding Mm -hmm. me? I was like, this has been the biggest roller coaster with my body. And a part of me is like, okay, like we just, we just went on a, we just went on a ride. And then part of me is like, I'm so glad I don't have it. But then it's also like, it's frustrating because it is, it's a blanket. It's It's almost like when they tell you you have IBS for your stomach, you know? And so I'm like, all right, well, uh, like, so what, you know, what do I need to do now? And she's like, I think that you are eating how you should be and training how you should be. Keep that up. You need to now focus on stress management And, like, she gave me a whole bunch of other things, and it was way more helpful than the first one. But, like, it was just such a roller coaster with my body. And, you know, months ago, if you would have talked to me months ago, I would not have felt as good and would not have been as open. And, like, I think this is the best I've ever looked, and I'm not even, like, 100% focused on it. I just eat mindfully, and I train how I can you know, when I can, how I can. And, you know, I do my, like the only thing that's probably changed is all my stress management. Isn't that so amazing how like when you don't 
hyper focused it does. on it. It actually does come together. <laughs> it was like, what? I was like, what is going on? Um, I mean, I think we like stress ourselves out sometimes about like having to look a certain way or be a certain way that like we just put ourselves into this overstressed state and we're yes. never going to achieve it if we're that stressed out. But once everything calms down, like, and everything's normal. I know. So I was like completely shocked. I mean, my mom's on medication. Like, I mean, I was just like, I was like, you know what? You kind of just resign yourself to being like, yep, I'm like my mom. I'm going to just take, you know, I'm just going to take the medication. Give me what, I, you know, and I kind of, I did that little pity party probably for like two to three weeks and then decided, you know what, maybe I should start doing things for me and like not stressing, not hyper-focusing. You know, I was so stressed out about my weight that I kept gaining weight. And the second I took that off my plate Mm -hmm. and like, and I was like, you know what? I used to love training and I don't love training anymore. What can I change? It was like the, the pounds just started mm-hmm. falling off. Like it was insane. It was insane. So I do, yeah. I do feel a hundred percent more better now, but yeah, if you would have talked to me months and like probably three to five months ago, I would have been depressed. Um, people would not have recognized me as fitness fun size, which you have to like when you, have that social media presence you feel like you have to be on all the time so that was hard for me so that's why I I reached out when you were like I'm going so through true. this I was like oh my <laughs> god thank you someone else is going through this craziness with me I I don't feel alone um so yeah I'm I started working on a blog so that I can kind of like go through this journey that I kind of went through because like, it's not abnormal. It's like you said, you know, people get diagnosed with PCOS and then they realize they don't have it. Um, which was insane to me. I was like, are you, mm-hmm. I was like, and then I, I asked her, I was like, so did I do that with my diet? And she was like, whoa, 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 don't get, don't get all excited. She was like, you might, you might have, but, um, so for <laughs> me, my androgen levels are a touch bit high and that's what causes the ovulation to be all out of whack. Um, and that's why I was so good at women's physique. Um, cause I have that. Yeah. Like it made, wow. it made sense. Like yeah. once she kind of broke it down, it made way more sense. But I was also taking, um, DHEA because that's supposed to like help okay. your thyroid. Um, it's yeah, because right. it's like the mother hormone of so here I am taking estrogen and testosterone DHEA to try to help my thyroid when my thyroid didn't need help and my androgen levels were already high that I was just adding more male hormone on top of it and she was like yeah you probably it's probably good you stopped taking that I was like oh well no wonder why I packed on muscle like no one's business you know. So yeah, it's insane. And to just go through that journey and, um, it has kind of, I don't want to say it's made me a better trainer, but now that I can say, Hey, like I get what you're going through and I've done this and I've made mistakes, like don't do what I did, but you know, let me help you guide. like, let me guide, like I'll help. It makes me feel so much better. Right. Cause now you yeah, you have the knowledge of, like, what to avoid and what to come around. Because, like, I keep saying this. Like, if I were to stop coaching with all the knowledge that I have now about 
everything I've been through. Like I would be to doing everyone. a disservice to oh my gosh. everyone well, yeah. else and who like, doesn't know about those things. The fact that I feel like I do feel like this, that we don't talk about those types of women's issues. You know what? Like, and you, you and I both know, like I love Instagram but I, and I'm hoping that like I get more women followers, but I have a lot of dude followers. <laughs> so it's right. You know, and Same. you're like, <laughs> you know, that shift happens when you are, you know, a quote influencer, um, which somebody told me that was such a bad thing. And I was like, no, it's not like, you know, I do fitness and if I can help people, then yeah, I'll label myself an influencer all day. I don't care. Like I'm not shoveling, you know, hair products at you. I'm, trying to help you with you know fitness um with your with, with ultimately your happiness because that's what it is because like if you are so unhealthy in your body and you don't like not the at way all you look, you're gonna you feel are not gonna be like happy garbage and then that seeps out into your relationships mm-hmm. into your work life into your you know everything so um I do I think you know uh you probably had that shift happen in your page as well like where you're like you know, yeah, I lost some dude followers because I'm not posting a bunch of weird, you know, a bunch of pictures in my bikini. I know. <laughs> I'm yeah, like trying to get them to go away. Because I'm now, like, unfollow me. Unfollow me. Well, and that's <laughs> it. If you don't want to see me cry, unfollow me. If you don't want to see and it me was like post about such my period, a like, oh my gosh, me. she posted about her period. And I'm like, you know, and like sometimes <laughs> it does open you up to other things because like when I like was like, well, okay, I have PCOS. And then people were like, well, what is that? Did you, that's a sexually transmitted disease. And I was like, it, it whoa, it's, not, yeah. I was like, first of all, fix your Google. Like, <laughs> go educate Like, yourself. wow. Um, that came, you would not believe sometimes the stuff that I get, but you know, they, they hit me with that. They hit me with right? all this stuff. Oh and I was God. like, listen, you know, I get it. You don't want to know about my uterus, but like I have one and a lot of my clients have one and a lot of these people that I'm trying to reach have one and we need to talk about it because it's health and it has to do with your confidence, you know, like it has to do with all this stuff. So if, you know, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, if my uterus isn't happy. I'm probably not going to post another cute coffee picture that you can like, like, I'm sorry. Like you're going to see something that you don't want to see. <laughs> so <laughs> one of the common questions that I would get throughout my HA thing was, well, if you don't want to get pregnant, then oh why do you want to get your period back so bad? Like, because I'm openly is, like, I don't want no, kids. I don't. It's totally I, I just, okay. Like, that's totally okay. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. But I would get that question. Like, well, why are you trying to be Because it's normal. Don't that's a kids? human like, function. Well, it's not. Yeah. I'm like, well, it's not that I want to be fertile. It is not that I want to get pregnant, but my confidence is yeah. shit right now because I feel like something's wrong right. with me. And that's because I'm supposed to be getting my your body. It was like this insecurity, like something must be wrong with me because I yeah. haven't gotten a period in over three years kind of thing. Like, and it, it just sat in the back of my mind. Like, and to get it out wrong? on the table. What's wrong? And I was like, I finally, yeah, I finally was just like, you know what? I'm, I'm at this point in my life where I oh, that's I got that question and that's what it so is. So much. And then I'm like, people are so... Again, social media has its pros and cons. One of the cons are they are all up in your business and mm-hmm. they want to know everything, um, which I let like fitness is probably 80% of my life. And I let a lot of people into my life daily. So it was like when they hit me with all this stuff about like being infertile and being, you know, they're like prying into that. It was almost like, 
like there there was a point where I was like I don't well, I don't want to do this anymore like <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go back to not saying anything so many times so many times that I like had to get off social media yeah. and be like I don't want to do this anymore because it, it that's how bad it hurt like those comments are just it's amazing because there's there's like mm-hmm. 95% supportive amazing wonderful people out there but like the 5% of no- negative really comments do. consume you sometimes especially it's when you're going through you know? something that's just like, so oh, difficult I'm only a little sensitive right now my hormones are out of whack and you're talking about my uterus but thanks you know, like, but it's so true. Um, <laughs> you know, you can get like, and I feel like I do have like 95% of my comments are so positive. Um, and I did, I posted, um, like I haven't posted a lot, a lot about it, but, um, I lost 11 pounds and feel so much better. Now is some of that muscle? Yes. Now, was it a lot of like fat that I did not need? Yes. And so I almost didn't post a picture. So I posted it and I was worried that I would come across, you know, like either clickbait or that I was not knowledgeable about what I was speaking about. Um, and I was talking about insecurities and my friend, I was like, I don't know what to do. And she was like, okay, first of all, you want to post about insecurities and you're being insecure. You need to post it. Like you need to write that. Yeah. She was like, you need to write that. Everyone. <laughs> That's a good friend. <laughs> and she's like, just put it out there because you know what, like maybe you will get some hate on it. She was like, but you know, like that you're going to touch so much, so many people with that caption. And, and it, I did, I ended up getting so many DMS that were so like uplifting, so positive. So, you know, I'm glad you said that. Like I felt the same way or like, um, my favorite was, uh, they were like, Hey, that girl right there, she's a badass, And I need you to start being nice to her. And it's like, yeah, right. And I was like, Oh, yeah. I know. Like, oh, and yes. here I am. I need to practice what I preach. But like every now and then you need that, like you need someone to tell you that, like, you're like, Hey, I need to be gentle with myself. And I think throughout the whole health process that I've gone through with retiring from bodybuilding and trying to just heal, that that's like the biggest thing I've learned is like, I need to be gentle with myself. Like, you know, I am an athlete and I, you know, do all this Mm -hmm. stuff and I'm a coach and all this, but like deep down, like I'm like, Hey, (laughs) lighten up. Yeah. Like you don't need to be, you're still a person like on all the time. Hey you guys, just a quick little timeout right here. You might have noticed there's a little bit of an overlap when Jess and I talk. Um, in reality, we had a very normal conversation, but when I played this recording back, I noticed that there was a lot of overlap going on. Um, right now, it's completely out of my control, but I did the very best I could to edit it and make it make sense. Um, but you might notice from here on out, there's a little bit of a lag and it's kind of like a little bit delayed and we might be talking over each other at times. I really, really apologize for this, but this is just me kind of learning podcasting in general and learning that I do need to have two separate tracks that I record so I can edit it better. Um, But yeah, I just wanted to give you guys the heads up and I hope you continue listening to this episode because it is really, 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 really good. Um, But I just wanted to give you that warning. So that's all. That is so true. That is something I'm trying to like tell myself. No, not every day. Like you don't need to be a fucking rock star every day. Yeah, you, you have, have permission, permission like, 
to chill Instead of out a rock sometimes. star, you can be Pee Wee Herman for one day. It'll be fine. You know, and that's what you kind of, <laughs> I have, I definitely have those days where I'm like, Ugh. and like, I look and I'm like, oh, I don't have anything to post and I don't know what to do. And I don't want to, you know, like I'll look at a picture and be like, oh, that looks so bad. And, you know, here recently, if I think it's bad, I post it. If I think like now I'm just like, nope, I'm going to share this because I feel like it's important to share with other women that, hey, it's okay. We're not all perfect and we don't have perfect days. And social media is such a highlight reel and it needs to be hammered into our heads that social media is a highlight reel like nobody wants to show Mm -hmm. those days where you're like I just ate a whole bag of chips and guacamole and my belly hurts and now I'm sitting on the toilet but you know what the the days that you do share it it makes it feel so much better because you're not exactly like you posted Mm -hmm. which I mean it's so funny that we, we do this. You posted that picture of you crying and how you're like, not all days are perfect. And I'm like, a men, not all days are perfect. You still look beautiful <laughs> that you were crying. I'm sorry, but you did. You looked beautiful crying. I don't know how you did that, but <laughs> don't know how you did that. <laughs> oh, like I'm dark, an ugly crier. <laughs> dark mascara. I hope one day over. somebody captures my crying because you better watch out <laughs> it is not pretty but you know what I mean I know one of these days all right I'll and be it'll be over like right Instagram. now like I don't have a lot of those days where I, I break down and cry but I will tell you I have a lot of those days where I'm quiet and then I'm I need time to recharge and that um you know you go I, mm-hmm. it's crazy. I know you and I are so like, alike. We just need to always like FaceTime each other like once a week. And, like, <laughs> like we should, you, you just want, oh my gosh, I'm going to fly out to visit you in the farm. We can, we can hang out with the mini mules and have a, a fun sized, like she has a pony and mini mules. We <laughs> yes. can have a fun sized photo shoot with all these mini animals. It, I think it'd be hilarious. Oh man. But yeah, like, you know. Uh, to be open and vulnerable <laughs> That'd like, be great. sometimes is uh, is hard for people to, um, you know, to 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 get like people people don't know what to do with you when you're crying, you know. People don't, and they're like, oh, whoa, you have emotions right now. Like, oh, I'm a I'm a Vulcan. I need to live long and prosper somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. So, and the, and exactly. But those are the people I don't want following me. You know, like I want those people that yep. have had those exactly days because you're like, this is what I do to be like, there. This is some days are not a hundred percent. And like, there's, there's times where I'm like, you know what? Yep. I don't like this picture, but I'm going to post it. Like, Hey, you know, I'm kind of waiting to drop the, the, the transformation bomb because nobody knew, which was insane to me. No one knew that I'd gained so much weight. And I was like, how did you not know? Like, if you see me right now, like I look so much different, but it's kind of like when people follow you for so long, it's like they see you every day. So nobody saw that I'd gained weight and that I'd lost mm-hmm. it. And the, <laughs> the only thing about me that I like really don't want to post is I'm in my underwear and I don't, my page is not set up for that. <laughs> like I'm always so goofy and fully clothed right. that like I don't want those those creepy dms 
to start flooding in like oh my god are you wearing a thong and I'm like well yeah somebody's got to put underwear on like I don't know (laughs) we know they exist so congrats you know um like I want to share that story but it's almost like you you don't want to share certain aspects of it because you feel like you'll be over sexualized um on something that doesn't mean that to you you know so I'm like ugh, like I have to find the right platform mm-hmm. and like I have to find the right caption and I just don't want these other people to be like oh you know over sexualizing this hard work that I want to show people and be like hey I was here I get it like so if you're here I definitely understand and you know being in the fitness industry and being a trainer like it was rough I get it and if I can if I can do it mm-hmm. and I'm here now then you can do it like I believe in you more than you believe in you so I want to share that but that's like I'm going to share my insecurity about that and I just like I'm in my underwear and I'm like great how do I fix this and I'm like I can't even go back in time and be like put bathing suit bottoms on <laughs> just share that story about being like, I didn't want to post exactly. this because I was in my underwear, it but I felt like I so needed to much because it, it shows so much. it was all about like changing but... the mindset of how I eat versus like, and let's be honest, like I was like, I'm intuitively eating, which just meant I ate whatever I wanted because I didn't, I didn't realize what that was. And <laughs> at that point in time, you couldn't have told me what that was like I wouldn't have listened because I was in that headspace where I was like yep nope I'm gonna do what I want do uh, what I want you and I you know? so like and then, <laughs> so like and, so but yeah ways. like it's been a journey and I, <laughs> I do plan to share that because I'm just super pumped about it and I think it would resonate with other people and that's like you know I'm not doing it to be vain I just want to help people like, it's like you know if you're going through this like I get it you know I just want you to be confident I feel like And I get so, like, listen to me now, I get so excited about it. Like, I get so, like, amped up. But, like, I feel like the gym is a place where women should feel confident. And if you don't feel confident, then, like, we need to work on that. Like, you own that just as much as anybody else. Like, I don't care who's in there. Like, I will kick off a six-foot-four man doing what, you know, he was not supposed to be doing properly. And then I will tell him he's not supposed to be doing it. And then I'm like, how many sets you got left, bro? Cause I got to do this. You know, like you should be that confident. <laughs> right. That's that, six foot, that six foot that girl coming in that I keep hitting, um, comes in and just takes over. But like, you know what I mean? That's <laughs> like where my passion lies is getting, and it just, it's so funny. Cause people are like, so are you a feminist? I'm like, I'm not really like, a feminist but like you should feel good and you should feel confident and you shouldn't have these crazy things that we all think about you know and we should all support that like you know it's just crazy so I do I get all amped up and I'm like be confident so much I I definitely I don't know if you've seen this but I've definitely seen such a big shift like from when I first started getting into the gym, like in my college years to now where like there is so many more women and it's so empowering. It's like, yes, it's insane. They're like, we've taken over. There can always be more. And like I, in my gym, there's times where like, I want to help girls that aren't doing something or they're being timid. And like, I have to pull back the reins because like, that's even more intimidating sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like, you have to kind of know where you're, 
Yes. You know, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta pull it back a little bit, but there's times where I'm in there and I'm like, Oh, like, let me just like, just wanted to help you. You can do this, you know, don't walk around like you don't know what you're doing. Just do it. So I do, I get so amped up and that's like, you know, um, and I have some male clients. I shouldn't leave them out. Like <laughs> they're great and they're wonderful. Um, I do have male clients, but like my female ones are the ones where I'm just like, you know, I just get this like empowerment, like, Oh my gosh. And I start preaching to them about it. And then my dudes are just like, yep, cool. <laughs> I mean, it's even more relatable for you as a trainer, you know, like I think it, it goes both ways. Like we as trainers want to be relatable to yes, our clients exactly. just as much so as our clients want to be relatable to us. I just get so us. pumped up about it. And, and it, there has been a shift in the gym. And I think um, even on social media, there's just that shift of like, I see it more now, like women helping other women and empowering other women, um, which is good to see because before, I mean, like I said, you know, like six years ago, I was getting women saying that I looked gross. You know, and now I get women that are like, no, you are cute. You keep doing your thing, you know? And I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to keep doing it. Um, <laughs> or, you know, even uh, standalone apparel that he like sent me a shirt and it was like uh, stronger than you. And it's a women's crop top. Like he made it for women. And I was just like, I love this so much. Like it's, it speaks to my humor, but it also speaks to this like changing climate of, yeah. Like we're women and yeah, we might seem like we're weaker, but really we could kick your ass. It's so funny you say that because there's have. a show on Netflix. It's called The Magicians. I don't know if you've heard of it. I need to watch it's it. Kind of, it's on my it's, list. It's, I need to watch I it. I love that show. It's amazing. But it's just filled with like all these little smart comments here and there. And there's this one character who is like this badass bitch. And she I like her already. a rat's ass what she says. Like she will just say what she means and whatever and she constantly kind of like throughout the series is like <laughs> you need to grow up yes like, you need to girl up yes like because we're stronger than like you. to hear like, that and yes. it's so great and I love it tell me a little bit about your clothing stuff because I see it all okay, over your Instagram so it's so I, funny do you have sponsors because, or like um, what's going on there yesterday one of my girls at on the field was like Kochi, they call me Kochi, and I just I love it. Um, I'm just secretly a softie. Um, she was like, oh, "You just look so athletic. You got like an athletic vibe going." And I'm like, "I mean, this is what I woke up in. Thank you." Um, but uh, I never <laughs> thought of myself as having style, and I still don't think I have style. But apparently, I post a lot of clothes. Um, so I have a clothing problem. Um, those are sponsors. So like, I'm just in, like pretty much ambassadors. So, um, I had started with a local company from Louisville and it kind of just branched out from there because they're no longer a company. And then after that, like, it was just like, I think it was Tango Charlie. So, um, I love veteran owned businesses um, I a hundred percent support our military. Like I'm just one of them military brats. Um, Nothing wrong. With I that. support them a hundred percent. And when they had this, I forgot even what shirt it was. That's how it kind of all cascaded from there. Like I had one of their shirts. I posted about it and just was like, Hey, I love these guys. Like you should check it out. I don't even, I don't have a code. 
And then they were like, hey, we don't normally have codes, but if you want one, we're going to toss that out. And if you, you know, want to take it off the table, there you go. <laughs> so fun size ended up being a code. And then um, standalone is the same thing. Um, veteran owned, just a lot of attitude. And it's funny because, like, you start, like, I never thought of myself as such, like, a badass. And you fit into these, like, you start getting sponsors where you're, like, your your personality comes out um so tango charlie has a lot of funny funny shirts like surprise i'm hungry is probably one of my favorites um and then there's thighs thick as peanut butter oh my gosh and it and they're comfy like it's comfy i love and, like, that, you I need that. that you're, like i always forget <laughs> that i'm wearing something goofy in the gym and then people laugh at me and i'm like what you know oh, okay um but standalone has such this like you know this <laughs> it's just a boss vibe like they're just so badass that I'm like I don't really fit that and he was like nope sending you stuff you got it cool here you go and I was like perfect um so that kind of like I didn't start Instagram to have that but it just kind of fell into place and then it's just weird that a style came about you know but those are just um ambassadors now I'm trying to get for my company um from like my training company I'm trying to get some designs going and some shirts and maybe a mug. Like I really, 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 really need a coffee mug. <laughs> oh, I, I think we should talk about mug, your coffee I just addiction. Love, <laughs> love, love, love coffee. But uh, yeah, I do want a coffee mug and this is, you're going to think this is funny because um, did you say your dog's name is goose? Yeah. So Gus Gus Gus. Um, yeah, I have this really funny. He's so this poor guy. I love him to death. He has like zero teeth, maybe like three. And he always has like a snaggle tooth and he will side eye you. Like, I mean, if my dog could be anybody, he's Scott Disick with like a snaggle tooth because he's just like peasant and he gives you this look of such judgment and I want it on a coffee mug. Um, <laughs> for unreasonable fitness like so he's part of the brand oh that's so um, good and I didn't even it was an accidental brand and I kind of accidentally rebranded and it's just really flown off so I've had some meetings and I'm putting into place some t-shirts and some mugs so we'll see um but yeah oh my god coffee uh and this is another thing about being short now I started drinking coffee no joke when I was four and Everybody that does not know me, they're like, well, that's why you're short. And I'm like, okay, well, my mom is 4'11". My grandma is like 4'10". My grandpa is like 5'4". Like, yeah, tell that to them. It's such a myth. And like, I just hate when people say yeah, it the to coffee me because I love coffee so much. Um, I do call it a hug and a mug. I'm not picky. Well, I am kind of picky about coffee, but not really because like... And I don't know about you, but I always say fun size fact. It's yes. Not, yeah, it's not a fun fact. It's fun size. I love going like, so I hate riding in cars. I really do. But like if we go on any road trips or if I have to go somewhere early in the morning, like I love gas station coffee. Like it's the best. Like you can go in there and that person's not going to talk to you and you can be sleepy you can make it yourself and then you buy this like and you can make it yourself of it and then you hit the road and it's like you get to wake up on the road which again 
is a little dangerous that I'm sleeping on the road, but okay. So, well, if you're not the um, one, but driving, I do, I just, I mean, <laughs> I love good coffee and I appreciate really good coffee, but then I can also go to the gas station and make my own coffee. And I'm just like, yes. Um, now I will say another fun size fact. People think I drink so much and I really don't. Um, I cut way back. So part of my stress management has been to cut back on caffeine, which was not as hard as I thought it was going to be. Um, cause I love the taste of coffee. Um, there's a thing where I forgot what it's called, but it's like a legit, like if you crave coffee, um, it's like a, a thing in your, I don't want to say your DNA cause that sounds a little dramatic, but <laughs> it's like something to do with your taste palette, um, that you crave coffee. So it's a, like a legit thing. Uh, but yeah, I always thought I, yeah, I always thought I had that, but I don't, I just love coffee. That's interesting. Um, so I cut back and that has really helped on my stress management. <laughs> I found, cause I had mm-hmm. to cut back too, um, just in experiment, I guess, um, to see like if that would help. Yes. But I found that I am a lot less anxious, the less coffee I have. So like I, I, yes, like my routine is to get up first thing in the morning is hit that button on the Keurig. I have my cup of coffee. Like that's, that's me. I need my like 20 minutes to just wake up with my cup of coffee. Um, but then like halfway through the day, probably mm-hmm. around like one o'clock is when I start to crave it and like want it. And like, just depending we on my are mood, the same I human. have to either pick between decaf <laughs> or ca- caffeine because if I'm any bit like it does. stressing over something and I have caffeine, it amplifies it like so much. And it's, I'm mm-hmm. so anxious. I'm like over analyzing everything. Yes. So I can only have caffeine. In yeah. The and now if I'm, and calm. I'm, I have pretty much this, a very similar <laughs> so caffeine routine. Um, except I know caffeine routine. Caffeine routine. Like I think I did. I think I, <laughs> I think did. you just came up with a business name <laughs> or a slogan or something. Company, that's what it would be called. Um, <laughs> because I wake up and I started doing this when. Yes. Um, so I I don't know about you, but like so my business I had started this business probably three or four years ago and it failed and then I did it again and it failed and this is my third attempt at unreasonable fitness. Um, and I started waking up an hour earlier. And so I do the same thing. I wake up an hour earlier, go down there. I hit that button on that Keurig. I make my coffee and I have like a specific way that I make it. And I'm like, this is nice. It's quiet. And that's when I get most of my work done is like at five in the morning when I'm drinking my coffee, nobody's talking to me. I usually have the the news on, but it's not like I don't turn the, the volume on. <laughs> I just have it like playing in the background. And then I do, I answer emails, I'll blog, I'll work on marketing. Um, and that's when I feel my, fo- my most productive is that first cup and that first like, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I have been doing two cups a day. And if I, I usually get it all in the morning and I've noticed that when I'm craving it in the afternoon, this is the crazy thing. When I'm craving it in the afternoon, it usually means I'm stressed about something. So it's like this mental, like a, like a little (laughs) habit I picked up. (laughs) I'm like, Oh, I'm stressed. I need coffee. But really it's a comfort thing, which is so funny that something that's a comfort thing can cause so much anxiety for you. So I really had to, again, I'm going to use that word mindful. I had to be mindful of it. 
So when people come at me and they're like, well, how did you do, how did you change your body? You know? Um, and I'm like, well, I put in the work, but I also like, I, I truthfully sat down with myself and had to be like, Hey, like, you know, you can't eat Mac and cheese every night. Like you can't. (laughs) And you know that if you drink a whole pot of coffee, that you're not going (laughs) to feel good. Like, so I had to like sit down and dissect, um, which was hard because you don't want to admit like that you're doing certain things that are not healthy for you. (laughs) Like, you know, so for me it was coffee and I was like, all right, you know, I can have two cups. Um, now there's days where like that I do slip up and I forget, it's almost like I forget. And I'm like, yep. And I go down there and I make it and it's, um, I've, I like start to drink it at like two, two in the afternoon. And then I'm like, I can't be doing this. Like I need to hit water and I will put it down or I will pour it in a cup and put it in the refrigerator to have like cold brew the next day. Have you ever made ice cubes that whoever, and then put it in iced coffee. Yeah. Genius. The first time literally was, is is a genius. (laughs) The first time. And I love, um, so you do that and you put like make a protein smoothie. Yeah. Oh, with a little bit of cat. Oh, so good. So oh, yes. good. Yes. And I was probably <laughs> during prep was when I was the worst so with true. caffeine. Oh my God. Me too. I think it's everyone is because like it's like dead inside anyway. It, so you're it's like, I outlet, might as well, you know, jolt my heart. Um, <laughs> and my coffee mug collection is, it's a little out of control. It's fabulous. It's probably a little overwhelming for most to handle, but like, <laughs> I like to me, like you'll always use a coffee mug like so on all my travels I get a coffee mug and mm-hmm. you know I don't know it's it's something comforting too like you yeah you you get to hold it in your your hand and it's comforting it's you like. and, um but That's it also okay. ties in usually if I travel it ties into that travel because like you outgrow shirts and sometimes shirts wear out and I don't know about you, but I have plenty of clothes. I don't need any more. <laughs> but yeah, like, it's just <laughs> insane. I love my coffee mugs, though. I do. That's freaking awesome. So what are you up to now? Like, what do you have going on? What are you doing? So um, I'm rebuilding Unreasonable Fitness. And um, I had taken, like, a very minimum amount of clients at first because I started doing these ebooks, And, uh... So my first ebook is Kickstart to Kick-Ass. Literally is love it. how I got myself back into the gym because I fell out of love with the gym and I fell out of love with my body and I fell out of love with nutrition and I pretty much said, screw it. And then I was like, I don't feel good. What can I do? And, uh, you know, I have a good tribe around me. So when I told my friend about it, she was like, you should write an ebook. Like, she was like, you should make this a program for people to follow. So, um, and then I oh, did my little freebie. <laughs> so I have a at-home workout with bands, um, be a badass with bands. My my rebranding happened, and it was such an accidental rebrand. But that is what is going on, is this kind of rebrand and push into um, more ebooks, more knowledge-based um, information for people. Um, before, I was pretty much just selling training. Like, I was like, yeah, just come train with me. I'm fun. And I've kind of, yeah, like, I've kind of just been like, you know what, like, I need to, like, I have knowledge, and I need to put that to use. Um, 
so yeah, I've just, I started the blog up, started the website. I am working on um, a macro ebook right now called Badass Macros. Um, <laughs> so um, yeah, that's what I'm doing. I do want to do, and maybe we should that's collab so on this. Sweet. Ooh. Where can yeah. people Instagram, find you? Definitely. Like, what's your blog? Uh, what's your website? Size. I'm what's always your... on there. Well, we talked about your Instagram. Um, my website is unreasonablefitness.com. And then my blog is actually rosythoughts.com. I started my blog way before I rebranded my website. Um, and crazy, but my blog started as like therapy. And then it just kind of, it became something totally different. So that's where my blog is. Um, I have a Facebook, but I don't know about you, but Facebook is, is a whole nother animal. It's enough. ridiculous right now. I feel like my feed is just flooded with ads and I'm like enough. Like I don't want to see is, another ad I from a am, coach who wants to just, coach yeah. business. Facebook people. is a totally, like, done yes, that's exactly what I'm just like. I can't. And the Corona like, Instagram is so much different ah. because it's pictures. And like, whereas I feel like Facebook just floods you with like what the media is flooding you about. So like mm-hmm. I got on there and I was going to like do some like articles for my, I do have a private Facebook support group for like, for my clients. And so I post on there like articles that I find interesting and, you know, it's so funny you say that because I've recently just like had this idea floating in the back of my mind that I want to do these like in-person things, but like, I'm kind of thinking like a retreat in a sense where like we get together for like a weekend and just do a whole bunch of seminars because there's so much to talk about. Oh my gosh. I'm on this with you. Nutrition to mindset to period stuff to like sign me up. All of that. (laughs) I think that would be such a fun thing. Like, and especially if we just like pick a place. Yeah. Like a girl's weekend for a weekend. Um, Like I love that idea. That is amazing. Yes. Like I want to start doing little like mini seminars for women in the gym learning to be confident not even like I mean they need to learn nutrition and they need to learn to be confident in themselves with all their choices that they make like fitness wise so it's so funny how like we made this huge shift to do everything online and now we're like coming back with your tribe like even though you don't know these people but these women you know like I've never met you face to face but I feel like we've been friends for like ever so it's nice to like (laughs) to actually get to know those people um, Same. <laughs> like Bonnie uh, Schroeder. She's one of the girls that, I mean, I followed her forever. And when I actually met her, I was like, no wonder why people think we're sisters. Like I love you to death. And now that like I've met her and we do meetups and do all this stuff, it's like that started fueling my fire. Like we all need to meet these people that inspire us. Cause then if we're like in a, like a room together, like, whoa, Definitely, you know what? I'm on it, and right. I'm just gonna. I'm just. Gonna, we're gonna just start like, a how whole new. <laughs> we're gonna do this because I love that, and I, I, and I had told you like, we're gonna collab. We're gonna I do this. I wanted to do a podcast too, so it's like I keep putting stuff on my plate, but like you know those things that stick with you, like those ideas, and that's like one of the ideas was like I was like, man, like doing something in mm-hmm. person, like you know, is so empowering. It's going to be epic and people need to be a part of that. Like, especially the people that like, we all have those feelings. Like we all need to get into a room together and just be like, yeah, Mm -hmm. I got these feelings, but you're cool shit. You're cool shit. Like let's do some cool stuff. We will definitely figure this out. Yeah. Totally. I'm super excited. 
I'm going to like just pick a place and be like, yep, this is what we need. This is how we're going to do it. Boom. (laughs) Sweet. Yeah, definitely. Um, Cool. So we'll wrap it up here. It's been almost actually an hour and a half, which is awesome. I feel like it hasn't been that long, but that's cool. I'm totally fine with that. But yeah. So thank you so much for coming on. And I think this is an boom. Um, like, I know I, this was awesome. So thank you. This is like fueled yeah. my fire for like podcasting and um, just everything. Like, I mean, but you're one of my inspirations. So it's good to like sit down and actually talk with one of the people that you like love and inspire the crap out of you. So this was awesome. This is awesome. I know. Like, just weekly, anytime you need to, yeah, we'll right just call back each other and catch up. And, uh, <laughs> you know, Gus Gus and Goose can hang out and bark together. Amazing episode, honestly. And just same being able to connect with you is fucking amazing. Like, it's just I so know. cool to be like, like that they're cool enough or that they're, you know, like they don't feel like they belong or anything like that. It's like, no, you do. Like, we're normal people. Thanks for listening. Please go follow Jess on Instagram at fitness underscore fun sized and check out her website and her blog and her awesome t-shirts and coffee mug collections. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot on your phone and share it on your Instagram stories and be sure to tag both of us. If you're interested in the retreats we talk about, let us know. We're pretty serious about making them happen. 